This Saturday, we're going to hear from Quiet Please This Week, a series created by Willis Cooper that debuted over NBC stations in June of 1947. It ended 106 episodes later over ABC stations in June of 1949. Our story today is from June 4th, 1949. It's titled Tanglefoot. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Broadcasting Company presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight is called Tanglefoot. Back in the old days when GI didn't mean general issue, it just meant galvanized iron, I used to be a plumber. There are no cracks about leaving tools in the shop when you go out on a job. Because if a plumber took along all the tools he's liable to need on a job he don't know nothing about till he gets there, he'd need one of those moving vans to tote them. Just the same, what you can do with a 14-inch Stilson wrench and a mitt full of opium, you'd be surprised at. This place where I worked. Well, you ever smell a plumbing shop? Well, I tell you what you smell. Oakum, first thing. Like creosote. That's what you start with. Linseed oil, that's in the red lead you use on the joints and stuff. Smell a hot lead where the kids melting down scrap lead into little pigs you can put in your bag. Galvanized iron. Yeah, sure, you can smell galvanized iron. Go past the bins where they keep the L's and the T's and the street L's and the Cuptons and the unions. All sizes. And 14 sizes. You can smell galvanized iron, all right. The end of the smell of rats that live back behind the bins. Gasoline burning and the blowtorches and the furnaces. And the thing I remember best of all, the smell of the flypaper. My heavens, and it seemed to be flypaper every place. I don't know, maybe in the old days there was more of it or there was more flies or something. Seemed like every place you went, you run into flypaper. Remember that smell? Like varnished with sugar in it, like taffy that got spoiled. Kind of a fascinating smell in a sicky way. Think about it and you'd kind of think, you yeah, know, wonder the flies liked this smell and went for it. 
smell? Sure, flies can smell. They got smellers that'll make a bloodhound jealous if they know it. And the flies got lots of things. Yeah, you got a jillion eyes, six fancy legs, wings, and a trunk like an elephant. Only littler, the Bosques, they call it. Huh? Yeah, not the flies. They can't talk. Boy, how do you break good? I know a lot about flies. I'll tell you about it. I can see it today. There was people living upstairs above the plumbing shop where I worked. That was in the summer of 1915, I guess, or quite a while ago. Their back porch hung over the back porch of the shop. Uh, uh, made kind of a shed where we used to thread pipe, melt up scrap lead, stuff like that. And Ricketts, the horse, used to be tied up back there in the alley with a wagon. When you was working back there, it was quiet and shady and hot. All you could hear was Ricketts stamping his feet and switching his tail at the flies. And maybe the ooh, the gasoline furnace. And whoever he was working with talking kind of lazy and slow in the heat. Ah, boy, was it hot. I and Herbie, we was threading three-quarter-inch black iron pipe. You want the boat excursion tonight, Buck? Now, what boat excursion? Crawfish Club. From the first it's wing tonight. Well, I thought it was tomorrow. No, tonight. Yeah, that's good enough. Get another length of pipe. Hot, ain't it? Ninety-one, tomorrow, folks. In the shade. Top row rickets out there in the sun. His head's in the shade. What's he hollering about? Flies, I guess. Should put the fly netting on him. Yeah. Look out, don't step in the fly paper. Fly paper every place. That Bert Kincaid, he's nuts about fly paper. Doggone stuff. Get it all over the place. That's where you're throwing it. You thread up the pipe. I'll take care of the fly paper. You think with all that stuff around, there wouldn't be so many flies? Flies are smart. How do you mean, smart? Not fly paper. Fly paper's always full of them. And them's the dumb flies. Smart ones look at it and smell it and fly away. Land on people, horses. Take a bite. You'll live longer. I wonder how long flies live. Yeah, I don't know. Too long. Any more lengths of pipe we ain't threaded? Mm-hmm. Here. I wonder what flies think about. Eating? That's what I'm thinking about. What time is it? Look at that fancy new wristwatch of yours. Busted. That's the pretty near noon. Then, uh, go home, do you? Wanna go with me? I wasn't here. Heck, you wasn't. Well, <laughs> no flies on you, Bob. Well, uh, I'll make some ice cream she left for me. Your mom home? No, she went up to Peoria's this morning. P.A. Bergner's got a sale or something. Well, I could stop at Ruins and get some boiled ham or something. We could make sandwiches. Oh, we got some. Well, I'd have got something there. We'll eat them off you. Yeah. It's 12 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> Mean anything? <laughs> Don't I mean anything? 
Well, you'll get it in a minute. You'll get another step you don't expect. Now, I started that way, though, with shredding pipe and kicking flypaper around and, and stuff. We had up the ice cream at Herbie's house, stood in the kitchen, and it was kind of cool. And, gosh, I hated to go back to work. <sighs> I hate to go back to, but I'd like to lay down and take a nap or, or something. <laughs> yeah, Bert's in Katie Kenya. Yeah. Wish that was a fly. Yeah. Go bite Bert Chinkid. Ah, Only thing that's wrong with him is he's a boss. Flies don't have bosses. Want some more ice cream? Yeah, leave some for your mom. Well, she don't like ice cream. What you want some more? Well, I'm full. <clears throat> Thanks. You can set a couple minutes more. It's only 20 to 1. Yeah. I was thinking about flies. Are you crazy about flies today? Well, I just got to thinking about it. Well, what became of your dad? He's out of the backyard. It's hot. I like to get under the coal shed to keep cool. Like you under there myself. This guy had a pet fly. <laughs> You're crazy. Got a pet fly. Passing the rope on him. Leaving him around. Many little bits of rope you'd have to have. Now, this would be a great big fly. Big as a dog. What kind of a dog? I like that old collie of matches. When I fly that big bite, you'd be ruined. Looking at a fly with a magnifying glass the other day. Yeah. I seen one once. Got the meanest looking faces I ever seen. Great big eyes. Killing eyes. Look at you from all over. Always washing their faces like a cat. Good story, Germs. Oh, sure. Germs, though. Gee. Well, that big fly'd sure be something. Sure be a swell pet, though. If you could tame him. Oh, I'd tame him all right. Maybe the fly tamer. Be as big and strong as a bull. Have to put a big chain on him. He'd fly away with you. Maybe I could train him to take me places. Fly, you know. Yeah, you should thinking of an educated fly. Flies are smart. Fly paper catchers and good old tanglefoot boys. You have to have an awful big piece of tanglefoot to catch this old boy. Ain't that much tanglefoot in the world. There ain't no fly like that in the world either. <laughs> oh, boy, I say what. Didn't you hear the whistle? Come on, play the one. Yeah. I wonder what you'd see to fly that big. Have to feed them people, I guess. Come on, let's go. Now, I remember it was pretty near three, four months later. It was just getting kind of the first days of fall, and people were starting to burn dry leaves along the curbstone. Herbie and me was fixing a hot water heater for Frank and Edith Gibbons, the telegraph operator. Live out there where Washington runs into Court Street. Kind of cool that day, I remember. Mrs. Gibbons, she was jawing at us because she said we were so slow. She wanted that hot water heater fixed right this minute. She wanted to take a bath before the chicken pie supper at the Christian church. She had to put the icing yet on two devil's food cakes, and would we please hurry up? She was all of a tizzy. Well, finally, Henry come with a reducer tea we was waiting for. Mrs. Gibbons, she went out to the kitchen to look at the cakes, and don't go banging things around and make my cakes fall, she said. I said, yes, ma'am, for about the 
forty-teenth time, and she shut the door. And I laid down my ball peen hammer. And I said, Phew. Me too. Why can't women leave you alone? Well, I get the union after her. She thinks she knows so much about plumbing. Well, at least it's cool. What's the matter? Yeah, I got my elbow on the flypaper. My heavens, what you still got flypaper around for? Yeah, let me do it. Oh, got to take off the skin, too? Yeah, squirt me some gasoline on it. I got guck all over me. Ain't been any flies for three weeks. I need more gasoline. I know where there's a fly. Huh? I know where there's a fly. Well, why don't you swat him? Well, two reasons. First, I uh, kind of like this fly. Like him? Raised him from a pup. Herbie. Hmm? Raised a fly from a pup? Second thing is, you want to swat this fly, you better have a baseball bat. What? This here fly is eight inches long. Huh? Hand me the red lead. How big? Maybe nine. Where are you going? Miss Gibbons. What are you calling her for? Miss Gibbons, call up the asylum. Herbie Butterworth is seeing flies nine inches long. Here, under the coal shed. Come on, Teddy. Here, Teddy boy. Here, Teddy. Come on, Teddy. Come on, Teddy boy. Come on, Teddy. Here, boy. Good dog. Come on, Ted. Ted, you hear me? Come on out of there. Come on now. Ted, come on, boy. Teddy. He's asleep, maybe. What, with me hollering that way? Well, maybe he ain't there. Maybe he's on. There's two. I can see him. He's laying down in there. Here, Teddy. Here, Teddy. Well, reach in and pull him out. Come on, dog. Come on. What? Huh? You ain't ever seen anybody. Anything, I mean, that a, that a fly killed. No, I don't mean killed by putting germs on them or like that. I mean, well, murdered by a fly. This here fly is eight inches long. Maybe nine. This here fly killed Teddy that was Herbie Butterworth's dog that was a hound dog that weighed 42 pounds on John Aper's scales the day before. Is your fly just up and killed poor old Teddy? But maybe Teddy was scared to death by the fly first. Because nobody in the whole great big wide world ever seen a fly that was eight, nine inches long. Nobody but first Herbie and then Teddy. And afterwards, me. <laughs> He got froze to death. Kind of scares me, Buck. Don't it you? He comes after me. I'll bat him on the head. He'll come flying up to you. Come flying up. You won't even see his wings. You know how flies' wings is. You can see through them. Maybe he's froze to death. Flies can't stand cold weather. They die. They don't always die. Sometimes they go into what is it, a coma. When they get warm, they come to again. And then they're hungry. Well, I think he's dead. Because we ain't heard about anybody croaking, you know, with a with a mystery. Not since Teddy... 
Teddy, I can still see that dog. Try not thinking about Teddy. Maybe you ought to leave some flypaper around. Big hunks of flypaper. I got flypaper all around the coal bin there where he was. Heavy enough? It don't have to be so heavy. He lands in a hunk of tangle-footed. It'll get all stuck to the hair and hair. Hair on his legs. Flies got hair on their legs. Real hair? More like bristles and like spikes, kind of. He gets flypaper stuck in his legs, his wings. He ain't gonna go skittering around much. Maybe he's dead. Sure hope not. Hope not? Well, I, I kind of like him. Till he ate up Teddy. I'd be just as satisfied to find him get to see him. It must be quite a sight, though. Like looking at a fly through a magnifying glass. Sure glad he only got to be eight, nine inches long. Oh, I hate to lose him. I could put him in a circus or, or a sideshow or something. Make a jillion dollars. Take him up to Chicago. People would come from miles and miles around. Yeah. To a zoo just about. Or a museum like that one. Where is it? New York? Yeah, he was quite a thing. He used to eat mice. I went and caught mice and, and let him have them. I want to see what he'd do to a dead mouse. Oh, thank you kindly. I've seen what he'd done to Teddy. How'd you get him so big, Herbie? Huh? Secret, Buck. And so? I bet if he'd lay an egg, the egg would be bigger. I mean, the pup would be bigger than he was. Fly egg. Bigger than a hen's egg it'd be. Bigger than maybe a turkey egg. Maybe he's dead. Yeah. He comes after me, I'm going to shoot him. My old problem. Ah, you couldn't hit a balloon with a bull fiddle. Hit him, all right. Hello, Louise. How do you do? Who's that, Buck? I don't know. Just moved to town from someplace in Ohio, Iowa, someplace. Louise. Louise McGinty, McKinley, McKinney, something like that. Where'd you know her? Met her at Empire Hall. I danced the other night. What dance? Social Athletic Club. Uh huh. Well, night. See you at the shop in the morning. So long. The cold, ain't it? Yeah, gonna snow. Feels like snow. More busted water pipes. Yeah. Uh, so long, Buck. Say that, uh, at Louise, what's your name? That's something, ain't it? Yeah, I feel like that there type. I like it. Say, uh, Herbie. What? Listen. What? Listen, that... That great big fly of yours. Yeah? On the level now. Is there a great big fly? Huh? Couldn't you just be... Well, I just thought about it all of a sudden. I've never seen this here fly. You mean you think I'm just fooling? I was wondering. I was just making it up. Was you? No. I wasn't making it up. I just wondered. Listen, Buck. I never made that up. Listen, I wished I was. I wish I'd never started making flies grow big. I would have stopped when I got one this big... I was... I don't know whether to believe you or not. Listen, Buck, when I think what that there fly... You remember way back last summer when we first talked about it? You said, what would you feed, a great big fly? Yeah. Remember what you said? What? You said people. People, you said. That's what you'd feed them. Oh. Oh, yeah. Listen, Buck, he already had a dog that we know about. What if he... If he ain't dead by now and all is cold, he must be 
Must be what? Hungry. Third of December, nineteen fifteen. Yes, seven, six, five, four, three. The third, the night Herbie and me talked, like I told you. I remember because on the seventh, the Boy Scouts had a movie at the Capitol Theater. It used to be the Standard Theater, and there was a kid with a bugle blowing it out front. That was the seventh. That was the night Bert Kincaid phoned me up from the shop, and Leo Watson came over from kind of next door and told me Bert was calling me. An hour later, Bert. Uh, he said, you and Herbie Butterworth go right away to these people, these McKinley's or McKinney's or McKinney's, whichever it was, because their friend or something was wrong with it, and they was hollering and they was freezing. And I should go right on over, and Herbie would meet me there. He was already on the way with the rickets and the wagon and the tools. So I said, all right, and I went home and put on my overshoes and my army sweater, and I'm over there. See, the place is only two doors away from where Herbie lived, there by the Garfield School. That's why he was there already, see? I never even bothered to knock on the door. I just went around to the cellar door with my Coleman lantern, and I come on down, and Herbie was there already, sitting on the cellar steps, so I just about fell over him. Not looking very happy. Say, I said, I thought there was freezing to death here in this house with a busted furnace that's not cold down here. It's warm, I said. I fixed it. Huh? I fixed the furnace. The valve was corroded, and I put a new one on, and I fired up. It's all right. Well, what you sitting on the cellar stairs for, then, if it's all fixed? What's you sitting around here for? Well, I... Why are you looking so crabby about it? Anybody ought to be crabby, it's me. I walked halfway across town. I'm about... What's you so crabby about? Huh? She's down here. Who? Louise, you know, the McKinley gal or whatever her name is. Where? <laughs> oh. That's why I ain't welcome to his company. Three Shut up. <laughs> Gonna make some time, huh? Shut up. She'll hear you. Where is she? I went back there in the preserve closet. What for? Gonna bring you a jar of apple butter? The old man makes elderberry wine. <laughs> got some bottles back there he brought from Ohio or Iowa or whatever it is. Three years old. I sure like elderberry wine. I know it. Well, I tell you, Herbie, I'm a good guy. I'm your friend, Herbie. See, you got everything fixed up, I'll beat it. You don't have to go. I never stood in the guy's way, Herbie. I'll go out into the cold and the snow. Ain't no I'll snow. I'll go right home and read B.C. Allensworth's editorials in the Times, and I'll leave the coast clear for you. You don't have to do that, Buck. Just as soon as I have one drink of elderberry wine. Huh. No, there was a catch in it. Huh. Now, I'll go right away, honest, Herbie. <laughs> hey. You've been telling her about giant flies and things. Cut it out. That thing's dead. I guess if it ever was alive. You got the makings? We got some tailor-mades. Nebos? Yeah, much obliged. Ain't you smoking? Nah. What's she doing, making that wine? Well, a man probably hid it for herself. You give her a good smacking if you find she's smoking. <laughs> probably give you a good smacking, too, huh? Why'd you yell at her? The folks will hear upstairs. Louise, shut up. <laughs> hey, Louise, shut up, Buck. Come on, let's go help her, Nix. Louise, you want some help? Buck, the people will hear you. In here? Hey, Louise. I thought maybe you needed some... Louise? Louise. Buck, what's that? 
all that stuff. Flight paper, we got a different name for it now. Yeah, no use trying to get loose. You're stuck for good. And Louise is hungry. Only heard a minute, that's all. Careful, Louise, honey. Don't get your feet stuck in the man paper. Please at relicradio.com alongside past episodes of The Horror, all the other podcasts, and our shoutcast stream. Lots to listen to there. If you'd like to help support it all, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Thank you again to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me this week. Be back next Saturday with another episode of The Horror.